This game is played by adults going over adult content. You've been warned. Welcome to Yes, Please, the D&D podcast companion to Check, Please. This series of podcasts take place in between episodes of the main Check, Please series and go into more detail and depth about specific people and events. This episode takes place in canon right around episode 31 of the main series. This game will take place on the solstice on the 21st of December. The party was in the trade city of Zareth, and you went with Gro back to your home. I did. I believe that is what happened. Yeah, after he put an eyeball in me. Yeah! <laughs> he gave you your solstice gift and brought you back home. Hooray! So, in some swirling air, you find yourselves in the garden behind your house on a gazebo. On the gazebo? Yeah, we're near it. The air is a slightly more chilled than last time you were here. And the leaves have now fallen off of most of the trees. Oh no, there's no more flowers on our flowering trees. <laughs> That's sad. Okay. So, thankfully, Sol is appropriately dressed for winter now. Hooray! Yeah. <laughs> Appropriate as they can be. Yeah. <laughs> Still got their shoulders showing. That's pretty inappropriate, don't you think? <laughs> well, I mean, you, you gotta show a little shoulder here and there. You know, you're a bard after all. You got a, some reputation. Literally you. all the time. <laughs> Just show shoulders all the time. It was part of becoming a bard. It was in the <laughs> charter. So we're home and we're at the gazebo. Uh-huh. And Soul kind of hasn't been asking Gro to take them home as much Mm -hmm. lately if not at all past like whenever he'd ask Mm -hmm. and i don't think soul fully knows why (laughs) yeah but it just hasn't been in their main interest currently Mm -hmm. i just wanted to say that and so looks around they're still probably holding on to grow because they always hop up and hug him whenever they do the teleportation thing Mm -hmm. they're just kind of looking at him and smiling Thank you for the eye and taking me home for the evening. Is it feeling all right? Yeah, it feels a lot better than the last one, that's for sure. Glad it's more comfortable. Um, Should we try testing it out with stuff or anything? Sure, yeah. So if you you focus on it and and sort of draw your mind and draw it into that eye and sort of concentrate, you should start to activate it to detect magic properties. Okay. And so Soul kind of do a concentration. And when they do that, you said that the eye turns white? Yeah, it goes from a faintly glowing gold to a more brightly glowing white color. Okay. Yeah, you can start to see like the same sort of sparkly vision that the previous eye was able to see. So you can see the colored auras and strengths of magic items or magical effects in the area. So when you do that, you see that Gro is wearing smattering of magic items on him. And can I tell what family of magic mm-hmm. each one is from? Yeah, okay, based, based on the color, yeah. What magic items are he wearing? <laughs> is he wearing? <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing a ring that is glowing faintly with abjuration magic. Yep. He is wearing his clothes also has some abjuration magic on them. 
Uh, his spell book is glowing with all kinds of different magic auras, and pretty much all he's wearing, I think, at the moment. He's got enchanted robes, an enchanted ring, and a spell book. Gotcha. I don't think he's really loaded up for combat right now, so he's probably not wearing a whole lot else. If I look at my ring, can I tell what family of magic is on it? Yeah, it's actually divination and abjuration. Oh, okay. So, so protection and mm-hmm. like uh, the ability to talk yeah, with it, I'm right, guessing? Yeah, the divination is the sending spell that's built into it. Okay, cool. I was just kind of curious because I was like, oh, families, magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool things. I figure after that, Soul's done using it and they look up. Did did it look weird? No, I, I think it's working properly. It was it was glowing bright white, so... Yeah, everything looked sparkly and had different colors to everything. It was really cool. It, it's like how my old eye used to be. It's real close to your face. May I? Uh, okay. He reaches up and just lightly touches around your eye, making sure that mm. the fit is proper. And he touches the eye itself very gently. It's strangely not uncomfortable. No, it's, it's not that. It's the <laughs> idea of seeing something close to your eye. Yeah. That's you're kind of far like, scarier. Yeah, you're kind of like <laughs> blinking reflexively. It's actually not uncomfortable when he actually touches it. And it's also, it's not wet. Like yeah. a normal eye would be. Is it, is it okay? Does it look bad? No, it, I actually think it suits you quite nicely. Soul brightens up. Well, thank you. I, uh... You know, chose the color based off of my favorite person, you know, so. He's still very close to your face, and he's going to lean in for a kiss. Aw, Soul kisses him back. Aren't Cute. you just a charmer? I'm just saying what I think, you know? <laughs> so, here we are on the winter solstice, back here. He kind of, like, does a little spin around looking at the gardens. It's actually weird for it to be kind of cold a little bit. It's cold as it gets around these parts, I guess. True. Not going to be as bad as anywhere else I travel. (laughs) Certainly not. Sold gestures to their outfit. What do you think? I think it's very nice. I think you've managed to keep your particular style and yet be very practical for traveling during cold climates. Thank you. Now you can't complain about how I can deal with all this cold weather out there. I'm not entirely sure why you decided to keep your shoulders exposed, but... It feels right. (laughs) (laughs) He chuckles. After calling them out, he's probably going to put his hands on your shoulders. Sort of like gently rubs them a little bit. Are his hands warm? Oh yeah. He's a mage. His hands are soft and warm. Nice. (laughs) He doesn't do manual labor. (laughs) He reads books all day. He he gets plenty of paper cuts, okay? That's fair. He does get paper cuts. That's that's a lot on your hands, Mm -hmm. okay? It's very stressful, I'll tell you. Doing a lot of page turning can make them quite grody. Mm Mm-hmm. But Soul's just going to smile up at him and, and kind of enjoy just having those shoulders rubbed because why not? That feels awesome. <laughs> so, Winter Solstice, is there anything you'd like to do since we're here on this lovely holiday? Well, is a mom around or anything? <laughs> they mumble. <laughs> yes, your, your mother is around. And I believe so is your father. Soul freezes. <laughs> he said something about wanting the family to be together for the holiday. Someone puts one of their hands on their chin and just starts to look like they're doing mathematics in their brain. How how would he even know that I'm here, though? Like, that doesn't actually even make sense. I think it's probably just worked out that way. I'm not sure if he entirely expected or expects to see you today. Well, Mom will kill me if I don't wish her a happy solstice, so... <sighs> one way or another, I will see her. <laughs> 
And Sol, pretty much jokingly, just steps back and then swoops behind Gro to hide under his cloak, but not hide at all, really. (laughs) It's just being in there. And this way, he'll never find me. He chuckles at you, attempting to kind of hide behind his cloak. Well, surely it won't be that bad. I haven't spoken to him since, well, probably the competition. He... Because I didn't answer any of his letters. That would have been, what, two years ago? (laughs) Yeah. Admirable job of avoiding him, then. Yeah. Actually, there was at one point when I actually asked around about him, but no one had seen him, so it wasn't a big deal. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he was never really here except for one night, which um, I just wasn't ready yet. And I don't think Mom told him that I was there, so... (laughs) He's going to put his hands back on your shoulders and give them a little squeeze and say, If you don't feel up to it, it's okay. You don't don't have to do this tonight. (sighs) No, I technically have questions. It's just, I don't even have a reason to be upset with him. And for some reason, that makes me even angrier. That sounds really dumb when I say it out loud. Well, I'm not sure if it's dumb. There's a lot that's happened between the two of you, I'm sure, and it's a strange situation, I suppose. Yeah, well, I just hope nothing gets set on fire. Well. And so twiddles their firing, <laughs> just checking that it's still there. I'm sure things will be fine. You're right. <sighs> well, we've probably stood out here in the cold long enough. Shall we go? He nods and holds an arm out for you. Soul takes the arm happily. And has their elbow over, but they have their hand on top of his in a way, and they're just rubbing their thumb against his skin. Two of you make your way to the back of the house. Find a mostly busy common hall on the first floor of the house. The servants are busily preparing a very large table. Oh, why such a large table? I'm not entirely sure. Your parents may have invited guests from the village. Oh, (laughs) Sol just suddenly becomes immediately more hunchy and starts looking around wildly. (laughs) Well, I mean, it is a holiday after all. They probably had some plans or intentions of spending it with various influential people. Uh, I mean, if Dad's involved, I'm not surprised, but I'm I'm not even dressed for the occasion. Um, Their mental state slowly flipping to a more, I need to be a more presentable human being currently. Rather than, oh my god, dad. Bro sort of sees you getting uncomfortable and he pulls you off toward your old room. Yeah, which is good because Sol was about to start just instinctively walking in that direction. Gro's pulling eventually just becomes Sol's fast walking and just holding his hand, dragging him along. <laughs> Alright, so you make it to your room with no trouble and find all of your old stuff still where you left it. Alright, Sol like brings Gro into the room and shuts the door and just opens up their closet, and they just start throwing clothing behind them, pretty much, onto their bed. (laughs) No, no, that's springtime. Oh, God. Did I ever own a winter dress? Oh, my God. (laughs) Gross is sitting on the edge of your bed laughing. (laughs) And then Sol finds a dress. It'll be a wintertime dress. It's gonna be the only one they own, probably. So it's probably one that they were required to wear every mm-hmm. solstice. Okay. <laughs> it's like when your parents take you to church and they always have a very specific outfit they want you to wear. So, like, just takes the dress out and just stares at it. Memories are just going in their head about having to wear this and be the most presentable 
questionable thing possible. A lot of themes with souls, more elven dresses from their family are usually turtlenecks. I think almost all of them have been so far, <laughs> past the one that soul ripped up. So a turtleneck, and then it'll go down and it'll actually have sleeves for once. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it has probably more open sleeves, kind of similar to Soul's mother's dress. Yeah. It ends up with some fluffy fur where you can kind of fold your hands in it a bit. Mm-hmm. Like if you get cold. Yeah. They can snap together or something like that. So if need be, you can still stay warm in a goddamn dress. Assuming it's and for then, life. Yes. With a slight upward... Not not as high as usual, but a slight upward towards the feet, so it's easier for you to not step on your own dress. But each end is pretty much fur-lined. And, and this one is almost all of that magenta family color. Okay. It's more to show off, pretty much, to other families and stuff, rather than the more reserved neutral colors that their family wears when they're relaxing. Okay. So just kind of looks at the dress and looks at Grow. Oh, it's the only one I got, so might as well, right? Grow shrugs. I suppose. It's, I think it looks fine. Yeah, it does to everyone else, too. So we'll set it down so that it's ready to be put on, and then they start undressing their current outfit. Grow's going to debate whether or not he should offer to help or not, and he kind of just ends up sitting there half not sure whether he should ask or half not sure whether he should shut up and just sit Aww. there. Well, Soul will get their cloak shawl off. Because that's an easy front glatch kind of thing with a gold feather. And then their shirt slash dress that they're currently wearing, that does not have a zipper, but you kind of have to take it from the bottom to pull it up. And they look down and they start to pull it up and then they're like, eh, this is a lot of effort. And they kind of turn and just look at Grow with puppy dog eyes for help. Okay, he'll spring into action and assist you with the disrobing and robing into the new attire. Oh yeah, they've probably never actually put on that dress by themselves. Good point. Uh, they had to learn a lot while going off to school. <laughs> How do I clothe myself? What is a bath? Oh, I don't understand any of this. Oh wait, no, they probably actually had an attendant with them. Oh, at <laughs> school? Totally yeah, ditched. you probably did. You probably had a servant that went with you. Yeah. Like the handmaid that went with you and you just ended up kind of ditching. YOLO. Oh god, Marcus is affecting me. <laughs> Infection spreading. Dun, dun, dun. So I assume the back is actually of like corset fit, but you have it put over you to get it on initially. And then the corset tying is where it gets more fitted to your body. Mm-hmm. So Soul raise their arms and just look at Grow. And they look concerned. Is this okay? If not, I can get someone to help. Yeah, this is fine. I think, I think I'm doing this right. I think. <laughs> well, if you don't, I can just... Tell everyone I tried to dress myself. He, he chuckles and <laughs> continues assisting. He's, he's a pretty quick study when it comes to most things, so. Yeah, he's smart boy. So he'll probably, like, tie Soul into the dress, and there'll be one tie where it's just like, because <gasps> <laughs> they haven't had to, like, suck their gut in in, like, forever, because they haven't been really wearing anything <laughs> tight in a long time. Yeah. Oh! I forgot that's how it felt. <laughs> <laughs> Are my boobs the same size as this? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and then after it's just finishes, just, whew. Oh, my back's a lot straighter. That's probably why I slouch all the time, because I just got used to relying on clothing doing it for me. All right. <laughs> uh, they can move around. Well, it, it, it feels right for this dress. Do I look okay? 
It's a bit longer, and they, they kind of retract their arms a little bit into the sleeves, so it's just like sleeves flopping around when they wave their arms. <laughs> Does it look okay? It's a bit longer than I normally wear, but... Eh. Gro is like standing back, look, taking you in head to toe, and he just has this silly smile on his face. I'll take that as a yes. He nods. Cool. And kind of goes over to him and kisses him on his cheek. And then they look at their bed, which is just covered in the majority of their closet. I'll, um, gonna let the servants take care of that, actually. (laughs) Asshole soul. (laughs) I mean, it's, you at least thought about it, which is more than you would have done in the past. True. So that's nice. I just don't want to be too late if things are happening. I would like to be prepared and presentable and... Oh god, my hair. They literally, like, turn, <laughs> go out the door, and they literally saw themselves in the mirror. Huh. <clears throat> okay. Okay, this is fine. This I mean, is fine. I can figure this out. And they're just running their hands through their hair back, kind of just fluffing it out and looking at it mostly. I, I could put some sort of illusion on you to make you appear different, if that's something that would help. <gasps> yes, yes. Do that with my hair and my eye. Kind of cracks his knuckles and casts a minor image on you to make your hair appear almost exactly like it looked when you went off to school. So it it looks like even and long. Yeah. And your eye is mirrored across to cover up the damage. Yeah. Woo. And Sol just looks in the mirror and they like kind of turn their head back and forth looking at it. It looks good to me. What do you think? He shrugs. I mean, it's an illusion, so I prefer the real you. And Sol just kind of blushes and smiles, but they start looking at the ground and shuffling their feet. Oh my god, shoes. Okay, this is the last one, I swear. (laughs) And then Sol, already dressed up pretty much, sits on their bed, shoves their shoes off, and then they go and get some heels out of their closet. They cover the toe at least, but still heels. They're actually probably a gold color. Gotta look fancy. All right. So you switch your foot gear over to a fancy shoe. Mm-hmm. You look pretty much like you did two years ago. Gross. Right? <laughs> Ew, who is this person? Mm-hmm. It's like all your character growth is wiped away. <laughs> Soul does a quick twirl in the mirror, making sure they didn't forget anything. They nod to themselves, and then they hold out their hand for Gro to take it so that they can go back out to the room. He happily takes your hand and follows you out into the main room. Back to the main hall on the first floor. All right. You can see that now a number of guests have arrived and are mingling out in the main hall. The servants have set up multiple tables of food and drink. Mm-hmm. Some of them are actually walking around the room, freshening people's drinks or taking things from them or taking specific orders from people. And there's yeah. now about 25 different citizens from town talking to each other about various happenings or political events. Yeah. I'm actually curious. I wonder, would my parents have told anyone in the village that I had gone? Oh, they, they probably all thought I was at school still. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's easy. That's good. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to talk to people. <laughs> game plan. Game plan. And so Sol just leans over to grow. So the plan is I've been at school the entire time, right? He nods. That should work. Okay. And Sol, already pretty much standing up straight because of the corset bindings of this dress, they roll their shoulders back, and they have this immense, far more regal aura than I think the party's ever going to actually see unless it's their wedding day. So, all all the atmosphere is there, and they are ready for (laughs) other people to question them (laughs) and attempt to not pig out 
on the delicious food. I wish there was a copious amount. Ugh. It's like every time they see food, they just get this kind of sad expression where they're just like, if I could just have a whole fucking tray, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> just to keep up appearances. Ugh. Pretty much. We wonder why Sol became a spoiled brat. Hmm. hmm. Sol's gonna just kind of look around the room and see if they recognize people, I guess. Alright, you look around the room and you see some various influential people in town. People that have either honorary or practical positions in town that are considered important. Mm -hmm. One person you recognize is one of your earliest tutors in magic. Oh! So, at this point, since they've been traveling, very instinctively waves with both hands to greet people. Mm -hmm. So, like, they feel their arms start to feel like they're going up to wave. And then they're like, no! (laughs) Hold them down and clutch their dress, stopping themselves from being themselves. I guess Soul's gonna try to go over to this person then? Okay. Your old magic tutor is an old elven woman named Lorelia. Ooh. And Lorelia is there with partner Thessalia. Aww. The two of them are standing next to a table that has a, an array of long stemmed fluted glasses with like a mm-hmm. bubbly champagne style drink in them cool they each have one in their hand is their whisper talking to each other as couples do mm-hmm. so we'll go over and they will curtsy to them okay lorelia is like i said old very old for an elf she definitely shows her age mm-hmm. her hair is kind of gone mostly white even though she's not really wrinkled because elves never really age quite like that she does yeah. have a very ancient almost chiseled look to her. Okay. Whereas in comparison, Sol probably has baby cheeks for like ever. Yeah. Much more rounded face, much more bright skin tone where Mm. Lorelia looks washed out and pale by comparison. Okay. It's just, that's And they're all pretty fucking pale. (laughs) Yeah. How elves age, they just kind of look more statuesque and paler as they get older. Okay. She smiles in recognition and gives you a return curtsy back. Ah, Lady Soliana. (laughs) Sol instinctively flinches. They have not heard this name past Grow when he was originally doing it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They didn't even think about it. It's so good to see you again. It's good to see you as well. How do your studies progress? Uh, Quite well, actually. I feel as though I've learned quite a bit from being outside of the uh, area for a bit. Mm, I suppose. Have you improved your transmutations at all? <clears throat> so just they clear their throat. Improved, mm, perhaps sustained would be a better term. Mm. I was never quite the best at it, as we both know. No, you certainly were not. Even against my best efforts, you never quite grasped transmutations. It was never your fault. I just, I could not match your brilliance. Hmm. She gives you a little, a stern look, but it's also kind of a smirk at the same time. Yeah. It is good to see you. It's good to see you as well. I hope you both enjoy the party. They both give you like a polite nod and a little miniature toast with the drinks that they're holding. And Sol just nods their head to them and then they actually grab two drinks, actually. Mm -hmm. So one for them and one for Gro. All right. And they start to walk away. All righty. Check mark that. (laughs) (laughs) I did that interaction. (laughs) <laughs> Person talked to. Yes. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Self high five. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you walk back over to Grow with two drinks. 
you find Gro has been almost cornered, you could say, by another person from town, an elven man by the name of Galen. And, Do uh, I know this man? Yeah, he is a elected representative, so he's part of town council. Okay. The city council, I guess, would be a better way to put it. And they sort of handle a lot of like the day-to-day management details for the town. Okay. Whereas your family is the protectorship is kind of like an important ceremonial leadership position in town. It has like mm-hmm. a lot of authority of it in its own right. You guys don't really run the town as far as you don't, you no. don't like make decisions about where things are built and what policies the town's going to have. That would be too much for someone who protects a whole village. Yeah, so that that's more up to the town council, which Galen is part of. He's walked over to grow and he's basically trying to like schmooze him up. Oof, disgusting. <laughs> I actually have a quick curiosity question. Yeah. I don't even know if you've planned this, but would the person who got second place in the competition be here? That's an interesting question. Probably not. Okay, so Sol will walk over to poor Grow, mm-hmm. and I think Sol kind of has a don't fuck with me kind of attitude when it comes to people if they're fucking with people they love. Mm-hmm. So their posture is like the most straight. They probably have the most domineering presence currently. My baby's in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so they walk over. Darling, I have your drink for you. Oh, how wonderful. And they like turn very abruptly. Galen. Lady Soliana, he gives you like a deep bow. Pleasure to see you again. Pleasure as well for me. How have you been? Very well, thank you. I was just commenting to young Master Grow here of the importance of the city council and that it would be good to have his ear on certain matters. Soul kind of raises their eyebrows. Likes what? Oh, it's nothing all that important, truly. I wouldn't want to bore you with the details. It was good talking <laughs> with you, Master Gro. Until next time. He bows and takes his leave. Gro shoots you a relieved look. And so kind of gives just a very curt <laughs> nod. I showed him. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, what was he talking to you about? <laughs> oh, I'm, he's probably just trying to curry favor so he can do some sort of thing. And he figures that if... He has my ear, I would have yours, and he could... I'm not even sure. You know, it would be probably better if he just literally talked to me. Uh, Most likely, but that's not how some of these types work. They think they need to play all the corners. True. And not verbally, but definitely in the back of their head. They're just like, the men always try to uprise the women in this society. Just gross. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Disrespectful. I'm just saying, they should learn their place. That's all. They really should. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get ahead of the game. It's not how it works here. Well, the drink, I think, is not too alcoholic, but if you don't want it, it may just be good for appearances. Indeed. He takes a sip of it. You can tell it's not really his his style. Mm. Souls takes a sip, but it's also not their thing either. I never did end up favoring wines of any sort. I suppose I have to pretend for now. Mm, Truly. Hopefully not for much longer, though. I imagine once you've ascended and everything's official, then you can pretty much dictate how these things go. True. You won't have to pretend to like wine, and you won't have to put up with looks around the room. All of this sort of occasion. And Sulk has a faraway look on their face. Why do they decide to do this anyways? I'm not sure. I suppose that's a question for your mother. Seems I always have questions for my mother. (laughs) Right about at that exact time, some servants walk in announcing the presence of 
a couple that enters the room. From the far end, you see Solicity and her husband, Osteris, your mother and father, enter the room. Oof. Thank God this is a fully length dress because Soul's fucking sweating. <laughs> Gro's gonna like take a step closer to you and kind of put an arm around you. Are you okay? Yeah, it's it's Soul's brain is currently trying to keep track of whatever accent they're using. <laughs> uh it's it's just been so long since I've seen him. It's weird. Yes, that's the best phrase I have. Very weird. And Soul kind of leans in to grow a little bit, just enjoying the comforting arm around. Mm -hmm. This is their safe spot currently. Yeah. Mentally, they're just, do I I hide against the walls? Do I just stand out? What do I do? So do we we find some corner to hide in? Um, No. I don't know. Will it freak them out if they see me? Well, probably not mom, but... uh, <laughs> and they're like slowly diverging to their new natural accent, pretty much. <laughs> I don't know what to do. We can just play it casual and see what they do. Let's do that. <laughs> Maybe they won't even want to talk to you. Maybe they won't even want to talk to me. <laughs> he kind of laughs after saying that. Soul's literally just repeating what he says is more of a comfort thing to their own mind. Like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay, I just have to... <clears throat> I just have to stay in the moment and stay reserved and try not to die on the inside. Gro nods. Sounds good to me. And so kind of starts to lean in to kiss him, but then diverges to kiss him on the cheek because of PDA. What if someone sees? Ooh. Pretty much. <laughs> but a few months ago, you were sneaking naked across this very same room. <laughs> there are guests here. <laughs> I'm just, no, this is the DM talking. <laughs> reminding you of the player. But a few months ago in game, Sol was sneaking across this very room, buck naked. Yep. Let's not think about that, actually. Because <laughs> that's a terrible thing to think about when you're around public people. No, isn't that, isn't that the, the thing you're supposed to can, you're supposed to picture everyone naked to make yourself feel better? Not myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's the wrong way of doing things. And I don't want to see everyone naked. That's gross. It's a fair point. People are gross. That's very true. Okay. So, Sol does that really quick peck on the cheek, and when they lean back, they have this face of like, man, I wish I could just kiss you right now. Grog is still holding your hand and gives it a squeeze. Suppose we should get this over with, hmm? <sighs> Better late than never. So he, still holding your hand, sort of walks you over toward the couple across the room. I'd like to think that Sol's brain hasn't registered yet that they're going <laughs> towards <laughs> they're just, that. He's floating. Yeah. The room's moving around them, and they're not really controlling any of it. Yeah. Wow, there's this thing, like, tugging my hand in front of me, and I guess we should follow that. (laughs) Weird. (laughs) Oh, we're approaching people. Oh, we're slowing down. Oh, we're right. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) So, there's another elf there. You recognize him. He's another representative from the city council. His name is Veritin, and he is talking to your father currently, who's a few feet away. Your mother's sort of standing there. She's watched you approach. As you get near her, she's smiling. She says, it's very good of you to have made it tonight. Of course. I would have hated to miss it. It is so good to have the family back together. Especially on <laughs> a day like today. Soul's wringing their hands inside their dress. So, like I kind of said, the sleeves can kind of come together in a way to where it kind of hides your hands. They are just wringing them so much. Just out of nervousness. I, um... I hope the preparations weren't too terrible this year. Certainly not. 
I, uh, I like what you've done with your, uh, she gestures to the side of your face. I think that will raise fewer questions. Soul kind of gestures to grow. His idea. He was always a smart boy. Wasn't he? <laughs> Soul, after getting used to just talking to their mom, they slowly start to seem just a bit more relaxed. Mm-hmm. But they can't be too relaxed because they're in the presence of a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah, for, for certain. So when did father get home? A few days ago, he was on hmm. a delegation. She starts to think for a moment, and then she waves a hand. It doesn't even matter. He has so many diplomatic responsibilities these days, I can't even keep them all straight. Full kind of nods. Any so, idea where it was, at least? Sejune, I think. Who knows? Do I know where that is? Yeah. And is there a specific race in that area, or is it uh, just anyone? It's a human kingdom. They're loosely based off of Arabian or Moroccan style culture. Gotcha. The area is very warm. It's near a desert. The people there are known for being very hospitable. They're very friendly. <sighs> it's a very friendly culture. In more ways than one. <laughs> That's very true. One of the cities is run by a kind of an insane king. Ooh. Dad gets to deal with crazy people. <laughs> oh yeah, that's part of the downside of being a diplomat is sometimes you have to deal with heads of state that are absolutely off the rocker. Yum yum. Uh, he's pretty unique. I wonder if we'll ever end up there. Possibly. I mean, it's sort of an open pain, so you guys can go wherever you want. No. And I'll come up with something for <laughs> Never you. Again. <laughs> Never again. It took so long. <laughs> it took so long. So, Sol nods about it, just... I'm sure in the back of their mind, slightly, they're like, ugh, wonder how many siblings I have there. I mean, if the stories are true, the rich and the, the powerful in that area of the world keep entire groups of women in some sort of subservient group called a harem. Disgusting! Especially against our society. Mm-hmm, right? It's pretty awful. That's pretty awful. Mm-hmm. Would be particularly distasteful for elves. But, Soul, back in the conversation with their mother. Yes. Well, it's... It's still good to see you nonetheless, though I hope we can talk normally later. She nods. Of course. In the meantime, I think the food's almost ready. Oh, and Sol turns to look out at the entire room. You see a line of servants coming in with large silver trays, setting them down on a central table. Uh, I suppose you're right. Um, Is there specific seating at all? She looks to her husband, who's still talking over with Ferriton. And looks back to you. Well, not if you don't want there to be. So I assume that Sol's mom would probably have some sort of ahead of the table nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And she does, for certain. I think Sol kind of taking their duty seriously kind of wants to take the other head of the table. Like the is, is it a, is it a, Yeah. Okay. Not to be away from her, but more mm-hmm. the kind of want to see what it feels like. Sure. They kind of lean over. Not that I don't want to sit near you during dinner, but I was wondering if it would be an issue if I sat at the other head of the table. She puts a hand on your shoulder. That's Of course that's fine. We'll speak later. Soul's trying to control their childlike manners. They turn to walk toward the, their side of the table? Yep. Yeah. You take your spot at the head of the table opposite your mother. So your significant other is seated to your right. Mm-hmm. And you're opposite your parents. And there's about 25 or so people at this really big table. It's huge. So to your left is an elf by the name of Sakala. And Sakala was another well-to-do family. Was from a well-to-do family. She was roughly your age. 
and there was often attempts for her to have organized play dates when you were a child, and you know you knew her as you were growing up. As okay, another, cool. Another well-to-do elf in town. I'll leave it up to you what your specific relationship with Sakala is. Ooh, can I make something up? Yeah, absolutely. So, playdate kid, right? This is a kid that pretty much your parents set you up to spend time with. Right. A, a friend so, that was not your choosing. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much Soul probably just wanted to hang out with Gro when they were little. Yeah. Little tomboy wanted to hang out with the gutter rat, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And then this little girl, I assume, probably really wanted to be Soul's friend. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, this person has more than me, and all they want to do is play in the dirt. <laughs> yeah. So there's like a bit of an animosity in the relationship. Nonetheless, there was this innate desire to be friends, but it just, no matter what they tried, did not work. It, it was like oil and water half the time. Sure. And now that they're older, let's see how they've matured. <laughs> and it's it's not like Soul ever had ill will toward her. It was just like, oh, you're the person that comes here because... You're told to. Mm -hmm. Mm. I like the boy who's dirty and wants to get into weird shit with me. (laughs) By the way, here's my fiance. (laughs) It's the dirty boy that got into shit with me. (laughs) (laughs) Here he is. He's grown up. What do you think? He's a wizard now. (laughs) He's a smart boy and he cleaned up very good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. so So Sakala is sitting there next to you. And the food is served. A short toast is given by Solicity. And Mm -hmm. she basically goes over kind of the basic themes of the evening, kind of explaining. Reflecting on the year past and looking forward to the next one and, you know, giving thanks. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Exactly. (laughs) Giving thanks for friends. Blah, 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 blah. like, Like I said, it goes on. But it's very well phrased. And everyone at the table seems to be very happy with it. After that, people start to chat among themselves as they tuck into their meals. And Sakala sitting there next to you. Hello, Soliana. It's been quite some time, hasn't it? It has. How have you been? Very good. Very good. I'm actually betrothed currently. Oh, that's wonderful. Who did you end up being uh, betrothed to? I think it's actually going to be Galen, the town council representative. Really? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's probably sitting to her left. Great. It's, it's a very influential person. <laughs> Is she trying to one-up me? <laughs> well, I I hope you both have a very loving marriage. Soul probably put a huge emphasis on loving. Oh, most assuredly. And we'll have hmm. many children. <laughs> oh, poor soul. <laughs> a portion of their lip kind of twitches a little. Oh, how many do you plan on having? As many as we can, I suppose. Really? Why is that? She nods. Well, I just, I love him so much, you know? I think, Mm. I think you might know what that's like to be very in love with your betrothed. Soul's in an heirs mode. When talking about grow, they shield against everything, kind of melts a little, and they just look a little happier. Mm -hmm. Yes, well, he does make me very happy. I, I couldn't do half the things I do without him. He's amazing. Notably, he's right next to them. (laughs) Grok offers a few modest platitudes, being like, no, no, really. Sakala's gonna kind of go on about how she's sort of heard around town, and she's talked to quite a few people, and she's heard the two of you are very in love. And she yes. Was, she sort of insinuates that there's rumors abound. 
the town. And what have you heard out in town? She does so in a tactful way. Yeah. Sort of insinuates that she knows a lot more than than she's letting on. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's pretty much that she has a lot of embarrassing information about you. Or knows the rumors that took place that were, you know, were true. Yeah. Of your exploits over the last few weeks. And Sol doesn't have any dirt on this chick. Mm-hmm. But instinctively, they're just like, I could just crush you right now. <laughs> crush you like a bug. A bug. <laughs> I take your little head and just slam it into this table right fucking now. Pretty little face wouldn't be so pretty anymore. Yeah, she keeps mentioning how she's so happy for the two of you. And you're probably going to phrase it to where the two of you have such a happy marriage. And then she's going to like catch herself. And she's like, I mean, you will have a happy marriage. At first, it is a look of confusion. And then they raise their eyebrows, and then their head slowly turns to grow. I just mean to say that you seem like you're such a good couple already that it's almost like you're already married. Yes, of course. And their face to grow is just, fuck is this bitch talking about? (laughs) Grow kind of shoots you an equally confused look. And so, like, immediately just snaps back into the conversation. (laughs) Hmm, yes, we are very happy. Although, I haven't seen you interact much with your betrothed. Uh, how did you get to know each other, anyways? Oh, you know, we were introduced to the various events, and, well, mm. the the two of us just fell in love with each other. And oh. you can see Galen sitting there next to Sakala, and he's just, you know, fawning over her. He's, like, brushing her hair off of her shoulder, and he's talking to her, and the two of them, they're being very cutesy with each other, and it's kind of disgusting. It's kind of gross. Yeah, yeah. I was just yeah. about to be like, oh, ew. It, no, it's it's kind of gross. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, when is your planned wedding, anyways? Oh, well, we were thinking sometime soon, but we didn't want to step on... Well, we had originally planned it to be the spring solstice, you see. But, Mm. well, now we're going to have to move it probably to the summer solstice. I think Sol instinctively, their lip kind of curls a little to where they're trying to not smirk, but it's definitely, they're kind of pleased that they disrupted this person's life slightly. Well, I'm that sure. is very unfortunate. I'm so sorry. I had no idea. I'm I'm sure you didn't. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't give a shit about you. <laughs> so how long after you're married do you think it will be before you... Mm, you know, have an heir. So I'd like to assume that Sol was taking a drink. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they swallow hard before they spit everywhere, pretty much. Just like... <clears throat> it's just, it's so exciting to know that the next generation of the city protector is just right around the corner. <clears throat> of course. Yes. Well... I'm sure you'll have <clears throat> a very powerful daughter. <sighs> the sweating buckets underneath this dress, man. <laughs> they glance at Grow and they're just like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> <clears throat> well, yes, I've actually already picked out a name for them. And once they have their name day, I think it'll be a very powerful child who I plan on raising with the utmost respect. Of course. But how soon do you think this will be? Damn it. <laughs> and Sol kind of gets quiet for a moment. The village is very much looking forward to you having this heir, you know. I'm, I'm sure not long after... The protection ship is transferred that me and Gro will s- start trying for... And, like, souls slowly divulging into their more, we could say, hick accent, if anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
They're getting more nervous. Meanwhile, Sakala just has this big shit-eating grin on her face as she's nodding. Oh, that sounds lovely. That sounds lovely. Mm. Oh, that just sounds wonderful. Doesn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure the two of you will be so happy. It will be good to see more of you. You've been away for so long. It'll be nice to have you here for all of us. And so cocks their head a little. What do you mean? For everyone in the town. You're a very popular person, you know. <laughs> I enjoyed everyone's company whenever I go buy more books and and such. <laughs> I just, I look forward to the two of us having a much closer relationship once you're back. For good, you know. Oof. This is hurting souls so bad. Their hands are on their lap, but they're starting to shake quite violently. It is my duty to uphold protecting this village, and I would love being here for as long as it takes. You're just so noble. It's simply the duty of a protector. Oh, don't be so modest. I, um, modesty or not, it's what I need to do to help everyone. They probably put too much of an emphasis on everyone because in their mind, it's not just this fucking village. It's literally everyone. But none of them know that. Yeah, but it just instinctively comes out of their mouth as just a very hard everyone. If I didn't do this, it just would be chaos. Oh, I agree completely. So she's going to to make small talk at you. If you have nothing Mm -hmm. else you wanted to talk about, she'll just make small talk at you to basically bother you throughout your meal. Great. I'm so happy. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And uh, what? While this is happening, eventually Sol will just hold Gro's hand under the table. Hmm. Okay. Hand-holding. How, how lewd. I know, right? It's, uh, I didn't know that that was this kind of podcast. <laughs> this is Yes Please, isn't it? So, the evening will draw on, and the food is, you know, amazing, as expected. Soul's enjoying the food, but they want to just gorge on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they can't. They have to, like, take small, appropriate bites and look proper in everything they do, and they're hating it. Yeah, I mean, it's... Very particular procedure to eating some of this food, and you really hate it. <laughs> <laughs> really, you really do. So, Sol's gonna look down the table and kind of see if their father has even noticed their existence. He still is, seems to be talking to some people there. He's talking to Veritan, the other representative now, who's at the opposite end of the table. So, still. Jeez. Still, yeah. Sol looks a little put out by not being noticed by their dad. I mean, just because he's not looking at you right now doesn't mean he didn't notice you. Yeah, but they're a fucking teenager. (laughs) (laughs) What matters is when I'm feeling the thing then. (laughs) Yeah. So, they kind of look a little put out, but they continue whatever pleasantries. If people talk to them, they'll be the best sub-hostess they can be. Okay. So, dinner will wrap up, and... It'll kind of go back to sort of the lounge atmosphere that it had before the official seating. So the room sort of opens back up, and now they have little after-dinner sweets are placed out. Little confections and sweets are, are placed for, for people to uh, oh. to snack on. Soul's weak spot. Mm-hmm. I think Soul's probably like giving pleasantries for, to people, but their eyes keep drifting over to the sweets. Mm-hmm. Just, just be enough for after when everyone's gone, you can have them then. Just please let there be leftovers. There's real imported Parthenian macarons. Oh no, okay. <laughs> Soul's gonna try to talk their way towards the dessert table. So they can at least sneak one just in case. 
So they talk their way to this table. They finally get there. They just take one. They have a small little bite. because That's appropriate. And they have the like second small bite. So it's half and a quarter and then the final mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. But they might have done that a little too fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so as you're finishing off the last bite of it, your attention was focused totally on the macaron. And it was absolutely perfect. It was everything <laughs> a Parthenian macaron should be. You look up. And you hear a voice, Soliana, it's good to see you again. And who do I see? You look up and you see one Osteris. Okay. So the words just kind of escape their mouth before they think, Daddy? And then they clench a fist in front of their mouth and breathe in and then their hand goes down. It's good to see you, Father. It's good to see you. It's been too long. I agree. I was hoping I could speak with you at some point this evening. Truth be told, it seemed like you were disappointed to see me. I was scared. Their walls are crumbling! Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the accent is much harder to keep up. They're divulging to being a little kid, almost. Yeah. He seems to regard you like you were made of porcelain or eggshells. And he takes a, just a partial step back. We'll speak later, then. Uh, of course. I completely understand. He gives you a little nod, and then turns and walks to someone else in the room to speak with. Grows standing beside you and kind of shoots you a look. Is everything okay? Sol looks kind of sad that that was the first interaction. That it was just like, oh, good to see you. You look disappointed to see me. I'm going to (laughs) go. It's, it's okay. It's okay. He has diplomacy things to take care of and we might as well continue mingling with everyone, right? Of course. And Sol kind of starts to walk in the opposite direction of where their father went. Hmm. Their ears are down a little. They're a little sad. (laughs) So for the rest of the evening, the two of you will put up with the questions and pleasantries of the guests. And then one by one, or sometimes two by two, the guests will sort of, you know, depart and thanking the hosts for their generosity and hospitality. Mm -hmm. Until eventually the last of the guests leave, and it's just... Your parents and grow and yourself. Okay. And Sol politely does a princess wave to the last person leaving. Mm. And then the door closes and their hand drops and their shoulders go forward. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Grow's there to kind of catch you, support you a little bit. I feel like I haven't been able to breathe all night in this dress. <laughs> this is really what I used to deal with. <laughs> Quite good at it, if I recall. Oh. I guess I was used to it. Two years out of a corset, and this is what happens. I mean, it's really comfy not being in a corset. You ever try wearing one of these? I think I did, actually. Oh, right. Soul kind of blushes a little bit about, I'm guessing, the whole gender switch thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Soul kind of blushes a little bit about that. <clears throat> well, what did you think? Oh, I agree. They're not, not exactly comfortable. Exactly. And Sulk gently pats the side of his face and then gives him a kiss on the cheek. And then they turn. Okay. Your parents are relatively close. They're kind of talking with each other, but they're close enough that you could speak with them from where you're standing. So, did you both enjoy the evening? This is just full hick soul pretty much now. Mm. Your mother kind of gives a little eye roll. And your father gives, like, a polite smile and nod. Well, you know how these these things go. Keeping up appearances and making sure that town representatives think that everything is 
under control and happy here. It's important Why? that they have this for stability. Really? Yes. I mean, getting invited in here, seeing how we live for a little bit, it helps to assuage their fears that they know that they're in good hands. It helps with the protectorship. And Soul's eyes kind of like drift over to their mom's face. And it's this instinctive, very small but very quick communication of, oh, it's all to divert attention almost. Basically. And then their eyes snap back to their father. I suppose I should start learning how to do this then. He looks to Solicity and looks to you. Once the investiture is done and you've taken your place as the guardian, it's entirely up to you and grow. I understand. It's like this really awkward air where Soul's trying to give it, here's the thing I'm offering to start a conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Dad. Well, um, I suppose I'll get out of this dress now since we have nothing to talk about. (laughs) Well, I I suppose what I was saying is that you'll, you'll have the freedom to make those decisions how you like. If this isn't the way you want to handle it, then it's entirely up to you how to do that. I I just don't know how I'll do any of this. <laughs> Solicity speaks up. You'll you'll figure it out quickly. I, I have faith in you. Soul kind of nods. You remember that girl you used to make me play with when I was little? Oh yes, Sakalo Yindro. Yes. Yeah, I hate her. <laughs> she chuckles. Yes, I think I do too. Did. Did she, was she always this mean? I don't remember her being this mean, but I kind of just avoided her. <laughs> I think she simply became embittered over, over time. Best not to dwell on it. I suppose. And then Sol nudges grow a little. Besides, I had someone far more fun to play with. Hmm. Then Sol thinks about it. I was like, wait, have I told my parents that I used to sneak out? They look semi-confused, but they're not going to broach the subject. <laughs> cool. Well... I feel like we should have a conversation with you, though. So feel free to change into something more comfortable and we'll meet back. They mentioned one of the more comfy sitting rooms in the house. Okay. Sol agrees to it and then goes off to their room to get changed. Hopefully right. with Gro in tow because they have no idea how to get out of this fucking gross. Oh, yeah. No, Gro will happily help you. <laughs> I mean, he, he's always up to help <clears throat> you out of a dress. <laughs> Darn, I get to see you naked for a little bit? Mm, Not my thing. Just terrible. (laughs) Whatever will he do? So, Sol gets to their room, they close the door, and they just... (laughs) Is it possible for people to be any more boring than humanly possible? (laughs) Peoplely possible? Hmm. How does that phrase work? Beingly possible? (laughs) Crow will chuck and continue to assist unlatching and unlacing. I hope the night wasn't too terrible for you. No one bugged you too much, right? No, no, it's fine. I mean, that Galen fellow was a bit insistent. What was he telling you? Oh, something about having my assistance with some sort of initiative in the town. It's It was so boring. Initiative? What could yeah. they possibly be doing down there? No idea. And there's the snootiness that Soul naturally came by over time. Hello there. <laughs> well, as long as you don't want to be bothered by it, I won't let him. That's appreciated. Sorry that Sakala lady was uh, being the way she was. She was pretty awful, right? Like, it wasn't just me. No, and it, she was certainly making insinuations that I didn't really care for. Especially being demanding <laughs> about having children. It is a thing we should consider. 
at some point, though. I mean, eventually, but I know yeah. how you're uncomfortable with the idea, so... Soul's hands over their stomach and they're clutching their dress there. I just... Something about my body like that just really scares me. Well, that doesn't have to happen anytime soon. It kind of gives you, like, a light kiss. Thank you. Did I ever tell you how amazing you are? Well, once or twice. I think you might be more amazing than me. Maybe. No, that's quite impossible. Now, Mm. let's get you into something more comfortable, because your parents seem to think there was something they needed to talk to us about, which honestly is a bit worrying. And Sol goes and grabs what they came in their winter gear. Alright. No, it's still chilly. They wouldn't go into their ragtag outfit for this. (laughs) But it's probably like the second comfiest thing they own. Mm-hmm. They get those stupid heels off. Oh my god. <laughs> and they're actually just gonna barefoot it. <laughs> hmm. Alright. But they look in the mirror before they leave. Should I make this look normal? Or should we keep it as an illusion? I mean, it's up to you. I don't know if you want to explain the difference. I know your mother's seen you without it, but he shrugs. It's your call. If I'm going to meet my father, he should see me for who I am. Grow nods and ends the spell. <sighs> Soul definitely looks a little more happy seeing themselves as they are right now. Hmm. This is good. Thank you, girl. And before they leave the room, Soul gives him a very, very deep kiss. Soul, we don't have time unless we do have time. <laughs> no, but maybe later. <laughs> he kind of chuckles and follows you out. And Soul heads to the lounge room. All right. The two of you head to the lounge, and there you find your mother is sitting in a chair, and your father is sort of pacing a little bit on the other side of the room. Sol looks a little confused why he's pacing. Um, hello? Ah, welcome. It's, well, it's good to have you back. Does he have any reaction to Sol's face? And Mom probably hasn't even seen the new eye, either. He's taking you in and looking at your new visage. Your mother mentioned that, uh, well, that there had been an incident. I'm... I'm glad to see that it's not kept you down. No, I I learned a lot from it, but things gotta hit me a lot harder if it wants to actually keep me down. <laughs> he seems to kind of beam a little bit with pride at that. It's um, it's very fun from the, the way you used to describe the world. I've enjoyed it quite a bit. He nods. I, well, I wanted to have a talk with, with you and Crow and Solicity, everyone here. I feel like I had... Something I need to, well, I need to get off my chest. And it's something that your mother and I have discussed numerous times, and we think that it's time to mention it to you. Okay, and Sol goes to, like, sit down slowly. Mm-hmm. Gro will sit down next to you. So just as an aside, you heard the rumors that he had been unfaithful. I talked to my mom yeah, about it. You never confronted him about the, no. the rumors? Okay. Nope. Okay, just making sure. As you know, that your mother and I... We were betrothed because of the contest. Yes. And everyone who joins and participates in the contest knows what, what what is at stake and what would happen if they were to win. Truth be told, I never thought I would win it. Okay. And it was unfair of me to have even participated. Soul looks more confused. You can tell from the look on Solicity's face that she's heard this many times before and had many conversations with Osteris about this already, so this is nothing new for her. Well, because of the nature of my work and the travels, I've spent much time outside of the city and outside of our lands, and, well, I, I have great respect for your mother, and I have performed my duties as her husband 
to the best of my ability. But, well, I, I think you understand the truth of the matter already. So, Soul looks like they understand, and yet there's a part of them that looks like it kind of broke a little, where it's just all this confirmation. They wish it wasn't. And so the only words that escape their mouth is just, Daddy. And their hands kind of clutch their pants, and they are kind of have all their weight on their hands, and they're looking down at the ground. Your mother and I were never truly in love. They're not looking up, but one eye is starting to tear up. Not in the way that you and Gro are. And it's amazing that it's come out this way. Typically, the competition doesn't end so favorably for the Protector. In fact, you may be the first in the entire family line that's actually ended up with someone who's cared for them quite as much as Gro does for you. A small sniffle escapes... So he's going to say that while he does not truly love Solicity, he does have a great respect for her. And and Solicity will chime in and say the same is true on her part toward her husband. But the both of them love you with all their heart. Oh, soul's going to break down. So their hands are on their face. Of course, only one eye is crying. Yeah. But they just start sobbing. I just, I wanted you to know that once... The protectorship had transferred. Then all of this, he gestures to the house, all of this becomes yours. And your mother and I, we will no longer be bound to one another. She'll and be Sol f- slowly looks up and looks at both of them. She will be free again to travel the world, and she'll be free to find the love that she deserves. What am I supposed to say to that? I want you guys to be happy. I just, I'm scared about so many things right now. <laughs> And I don't know. I just, I feel like I, I don't even have the words. I'm just, dad, daddy, why couldn't you, why did you even enter the competition if you didn't want mom's hand? He sort of shamefully just kind of looks at the ground and says it was, it was expected of us, of all, all the boys my age. It was part of how you placed in it. It was a point of pride and it was... A way to brag. It's a way for stupid children to feel better about themselves. I joined it with the brashness of youth. <sighs> Soul kind of just stands up and they look at their mom. Probably their expression is this newfound respect and yet at the same time probably a pity that they haven't shown on their face yet. Mm. Where it's the many years of holding back the information of knowing the rumors about their father, and now all this, suddenly there's just this immense pity towards their mother. And then they look at their father, and they used to admire him so much. They loved it whenever he'd come home from his trips. People say that kids don't have favorite parents, but that's totally a fucking lie. And it, it was probably true that Sol's dad was their favorite. And they just look at him, and they just look hurt. As if he had hit them or something. Mm-hmm. It's just a hurt look. And they turn, and they start to walk away, and they say, I'll be back. I just need to go outside for a little bit. Gro looks semi-confused if he should come with you or not. Soul's just gonna kind of keep walking. Alright, you walk out of the sitting room, head down the hall. And they go outside to the gazebo area. You don't hear tree frogs. No, they're all dead. (laughs) They're hibernating. They hibernate, they're not dead. (laughs) They're dead. (laughs) They're still barefoot, of course. They just breathe in the cold air. Cool air, more specifically, probably. Yeah. (sighs) What am I doing? (laughs) (sighs) 
And they go farther into the garden, and they go to a corner, and they just start digging in a patch of dirt. They don't know what else to do, but they need to do something. So they're just digging at weeds currently. All these dead plants currently still in there, they're just digging at them. (sighs) Then, probably after a while, they'll kind of just get tired and start to get a little cold too, because they're still fucking barefoot. They're just like, I guess I should go back inside. I just... (sighs) And so, a lot of it's inner conflict. They're thinking in their head, they're just, how could they do this? Also, this is a terrible societal thing that's expected of people. What the fuck's wrong with us? But also at the same time, we're trying to expand the power of the bloodline. And fuckity fuck fuck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ugh. And so, muddy hands, muddy feet, they start walking back towards the house. They stop under the gazebo real quick and look up at what I assume is now the night sky. Oh yeah, very much so. The sun was setting and when you arrived, there's moonlight cascading the gazebo. Can I use detect magic out here? Sure. You focus and your eye begins to glow a bright white. And is anywhere here magical currently? You don't really see any auras out here. Okay. It looks pretty normal. I was wondering if there was, I know it's been a while, but if there was somehow residual magic from that shadowy person. For some reason, that's on Soul's mind because they're trying to think about anything else. (laughs) So... They're thinking about that since they just got under the gazebo, and that's kind of where they saw Gro talking to it, if I remember correctly. Yeah, you're right. Okay. I was just looking around, I was like, kind of person, shadowy person, could he have been even talking? Surprise or not, nothing I've met that's existed in the shadows has ever been good. That's a good point. And Sol finishes up the rest of their walk towards the house. All right. They get inside, they walk back to the lounge room. You see that your parents were talking to Grow pretty much the whole time you were gone. They have come back muddy. <laughs> they all going to give you a, a side glance. You know, not really sure how to, not really sure how to take that. I had okay? to do something. Well, yes, everything's fine. I weeded the garden. Your father kind of brings up something again. He's, I, I wanted you to know that I do love you very much. And I understand that I have been a disappointment. I just wanted you so, to know that... I don't intend to continue being a pain in your life, if that is what you want. Oh man, Sol looks even more hurt. Do you you like the other kids more than me? And Sol looks down on the ground in a way. He winces a little bit. Of, of my children, you are the eldest, you are the smartest, and you are the bravest. <sighs> Sol looks at him, takes a step forward. Do you actually love me as your child? Of course I do. Because you were gone so much. And all I wanted to do was travel with you. And you left me every time. I couldn't take you. You you know that, right? Just because you know something doesn't make it easier. Sometimes knowing hurts far more. You were the only heir. You were just as precious as your mother. And Sol looks up at his eyes and like goes back and forth between them, just trying to read him. Mm-hmm. Give me a sense motive check. Oh, goddamn! <laughs> that is my worst skill! Yeah, I know. We haven't leveled up in forever! I know, this is why I like making you roll it. Because you're terrible at it. That's an 11! <laughs> no bonus. You think he's being sincere, like you're not sure if he's hiding anything or not, but you think he's being upfront. Please don't leave my life. Not anymore. Not as much. I had no idea if I would be... Nothing but a source of pain and anguish in your life. I just 
And Sol looks at the ground, at their muddy feet and muddy hands. <laughs> For what it's worth, I wish I could have taken you with me. I would have loved to have shown you the vineyards of Parthenay, or the groves in Cider Vale, or the dunes in Sejun, or the peaks of the Iron Mountains, the sulfuric jets of the Steam Isle. Oh, I've been there. <laughs> it's kind of gross, actually. Well, the food's not so bad. Yeah, but... And Sol shudders a little bit. Their mimic problem kind of sucks. That's true. How many kings are they up to now? Eh, no matter. My, my point is, I would have loved to take you to all of these places. There was simply no way. You were too precious to the village and too precious to your mother. Taking you would have been tantamount to kidnapping. Sol smiles. They're not looking at him yet. But him saying that he wanted to take them... And that it would have been kidnapping. Slowly, it's just been a genuine smile growing. Might have been fun being kidnapped. <laughs> the good news is, we're long-lived. So, once you pass the guardianship on, I'd be honored to take you anywhere in this world. So, just kind of smiles, and then they finally hug their father. He hugs you back. You can feel that he's crying as well. Oh! <laughs> Thank you, Daddy. Can't get enough of that hick soul. <laughs> mm -hmm. As far as your half-siblings, I'm not sure how many of them would still even be around by the time you were able to travel again. That's oh. some of them, I'm sure, and I would like to introduce you to them. They're all special in their own way. And Sol straightens up and looks at their mom, their dad, and kind of grow in succession. I will take on the guardianship. I will have the powers, and I will make the world better. None of us doubt that. We believe in you. I know. I just have to believe in myself. Sol lets out this huge, didn't even realize they were holding their breath breath kind of thing. Mm -hmm. <sighs> well, I'm glad we talked at least. All of us. They kind of agree and some of them nod, some of them speak, but everyone in the room agrees. What were you talking to Girl about, by the way, while I was gone? Well, I was explaining to him the nature of your mother and I's relationship. It's, uh. it's not anything you don't already know, I, I, I imagine. Okay. So kind of looks over at Gro just to see how he's doing. He looks like he's a little bit in over his head, I think is probably how he looks oh, at this point. Oh, my poor baby. Soul goes over to him and kind of kneels down next to him. Are, are you okay? Yeah, oh, I'm fine. All right, how are you doing, he says, as he kind of wipes underneath your eye, any excess moisture. How are you doing? I, I think I'm doing better. He kind of like puts his forehead against yours. Hmm. Sol kind of closes their eyes and just kind of enjoys the moment. They open one eye to see if his eyes are closed. They are. Sol kisses his nose and then leans back. Well, at least we know our relationship will be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you know Gro would never betray you. Stop it. You will actually affect me playing this game. <laughs> It will cause more issues for Soul if you do this. That's fine. I think you have a, a healthy suspicion, so that's good. But that's just me with most people, anyways. <laughs> Everyone's trying to get something. Yeah. That's how I see life. Mm, it's a very transactional way of looking at things. It's not unhealthy. So, Soul kind of looks up at their parents. So, anything else you guys want to do for the solstice while it's still here? Well, at this point, it's pretty late at night, and they're like, well, it was just good seeing you again and having you here. It was your mom talking there. Yeah. Your father kind of just gives a polite nod. 
You should get some rest. You too. And Sol kind of goes up and hugs each of them separately. But it's probably a far more genuine hug. Well, with their father, like, that other one was genuine nonetheless. But if they also haven't hugged him in a while. With their mom, now a weight has been lifted. So they're a little bit more comfortable with them. Yeah. Squeeze to mother and then to father. It's just they look up at him, they smile, and then they burrow into his chest a little bit. They probably would when they were little. Yeah. And they squeeze just probably a little too tight because they forget their strength sometimes. Yeah. Well, your father is no pushover like Gro is. What is my father? What is his class? He's also a wizard, I think. He's just not quite as min-maxed <laughs> as Gro. He has more physical attributes than Gro does. Gotcha. He's probably a stronger, tougher person, but he's also... Not nearly as sharp mentally. Grow is a very rare level of intelligence. My boy. <laughs> he is smart boy. Mm-hmm. So, thankfully, that tight hug doesn't really affect him or knock the wind out of him like Grow. <laughs> right. Yeah, what would have, like, probably given Grow a bruise is gonna, <laughs> gonna have no effect, really, on your father. Okay, that would be kind of cool just to think their tight squeezes kind of come from him. Mm-hmm. And it's not really a thing they think of, because it was just normal. Yeah. They literally do bear hugs. <laughs> they both <laughs> turn into bears. <laughs> God. <laughs> I'm not a druid, but you know. Yeah. If you were, you would. If I was, I would. Mm-hmm. Sulk looks at both of their parents. They genuinely smile. They start to head towards Gro's room. All right. Just instinctively at this point. Yeah. Gro bids them a good night as well and heads out of the sitting room and takes your hand as you walk. So. That went well. Yeah, I think it went really well. How are you doing? And kind of like takes a deep breath in and then lets it out. Um, I think I could use some rest. That was a little heavy, I think. Do you want to talk about it at all? No, it's, it's fine. I just, that was a lot of information somewhat feel bad for your mother, but at the same time, it's good to know that she's going to get a second chance. Soul kind of nods. And, I... well, as for your father, he seems to have quite a lot of responsibilities in the world anymore. He's a smart man. Eight children, quite a lot. Only eight? That's what he mentioned, at least. Huh. Think he had more than eight children? Soul's face kind of looks a little embarrassed. Well, I mean, kind of assumed the worst I mean, when still... I found out. That's still a lot of kids to have. Well, does it make eight, including me? He nods. Okay. Fuck the number nine. (laughs) (laughs) You could have been the number nine. Uh, No, I would have been number one. Fuck you. Yeah, 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 that's it. So, how does it feel to know that you have seven half-siblings in the world? It feels like I should meet them before... Maybe just meet one of them or so before I can't. That's fair. I mean, you could also extend invitations to any of them, have them visit you here, you know, if you ran. So looks a little nervous about that. If you wanted to. It's not that I don't want to, it's just dangerous bringing people here, or being outside, (laughs) really anything. Don't worry, I'll be here to protect you. He kind of puffs up a little bit as he says that. Sol was very tempted to punch him in the stomach. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, you little nerd. (laughs) 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 Just beat him up. Instead, Sol just lightly hits his stomach with the back of their hand. Alright. 
I know exactly who to call whenever I'm in trouble. He smiles and nods. Foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> Epic foreshadowing. <laughs> just, just, just so everyone knows, that was foreshadowing. Very good. Very good. It's nice to Thank have you, you whispering directly into my ear. It's, it's lovely. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so, Soul's walking to the room with Grow. Mm-hmm. So, any... Other than resting, anything you want to talk about or do tonight? Well, it's been a pretty big night. I'm not sure how to process a lot of what I just heard, but I suppose it'll happen on its own. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's a bit disruptive when you learn about things. But if it'll ease you, I could give you a back massage or something for you to fall asleep. I would like that very much. Sol kind of smiles and just turns really quick to a bathroom before they go to the... <laughs> To wash off their hands and feet. Yeah, you're covered in mud. <laughs> I'm covered in mud. <laughs> they went to a childhood state of mind. Yeah. When you return, you see Gro is already partially undressed. Awesome. He's pretty much just wearing pants. Well, if you just get on the bed, I can take care of the rest. He sits down. Okay, he's sitting. Okay. So climbs over from the other side of the bed and just wiggles up behind him and then starts rubbing his back. All right. Make a dexterity check. I can do That's a 12. It's a 12. It's a, it's a passable one. You give a passable massage. It's not terribly great, but, you know, it's decent. Better than the one that the gnomes gave. Very much so. It's better than the ones the gnomes gave. Gnomes in quotations? Yeah. Mimics? So it's better than that one, and at the same time, Grow is very appreciative because he doesn't usually get this kind of treatment. He probably tries to carry on a conversation with you while you're doing this. Mm-hmm. He would probably ask you what it was like to find out that you were suddenly in a very big family. Sol kind of thinks about it, and they kind of smile, and they say, Well, it just seems that since I left home, my family just grows by the day. I have my traveling companions, which I consider to be similar to that of siblings, and now I just have more. And that's okay. That's Weird. That's way of looking at it. But okay. Weird for certain. One of them shot me, you know. Huh? My- oh, Levette. Right. <laughs> Soul's brain was trying to figure out if <laughs> Gro meant actual blood sibling. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, she's still on ice with me. Interesting. I'm saying we're friends, but she makes a lot of choices that I just don't agree with. I don't blame you at all. He moves as if he's done with, with the massage. Oh. Would it be possible for me to return the favor uh of course and so is now kind of scratching at their shirt trying to get it above their head okay grow will assist okay. and he's gonna position himself behind you and attempt to do that oh look at that a 17 better than mine so all that spell casting gave him a lot of finger dexterity apparently <laughs> so he sculpts and pushes and twists and ends up performing a pretty good massage that's delightful yeah. Girl? Yes, Sol? If you had to tell someone bad news that might really, really hurt them, but you feel like it's the right thing to tell them, what would you do? He stops massaging you as you're saying this. To what happened? You, I... You can tell me anything. You know that, right? Sol kind of sits up, but they're still kind of facing away from him. Um, remember uh, before we got um, engaged... 
like our decision of engagement. Um, I had told you I had been with someone. Yes. I left before I told her that I had gotten engaged. I see. You can hear him kind of processing what you're saying. And you can almost feel the relief, even though you're not able to see him. You're sitting with your back toward him. But you can hear in his voice, there's sort of his audible relief in it. Oh, Would I... well... Oh, he thought I was going to tell him something bad. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, she obviously has feelings for you, and if you never told her about your engagement, and, well, no, now marriage, then maybe it's probably for the best that you tell her bluntly? I mean, is this person... How do you think they would take the news? I... And Sol looks at their hand with their firing. I don't know. She's... She's kind of like an inferno. Hmm. I mean, do you think she would become violent? I... I don't think so. No. I hope not. (laughs) I just... You know I'm only... I know I'm going to hurt her. Oh, dear. Well, it's never easy. But sometimes the best methods are the direct ones. Let her know didn't really mean to hurt her and wished her the best. I'm I'm not really sure how exactly you would want to phrase it. Yeah, I think the words is the trickiest part. I know how I feel, I just... Getting it out of my mouth comprehensively is the hard part. And Sol looks at Gro. You're not upset with me? Why would I be? You already told me about all this before, really. I know. You just... I just... We haven't really talked about it since, and... I really hurt you. You told me it was in the past, so I'm fine with it. I understand it was a confusing time for both of us. Kind of like hugs you from behind. It's important is that we're together now. And I would only hurt someone because I have to stay here anyways. So there's no point. And Sol leans their head back, kind of resting on Gro's shoulder. If mm-hmm. He's yep. hugging them from behind. Yep. I just wanted to make sure to be able to truly talk to you about Everything that I can. I'm so glad that you're opened up to me. That's all. He's going to give you a kiss on the neck. Hmm. And then probably another. (laughs) And probably another. Oh. Oh. (laughs) And like all good back massages, he's probably going to try to turn it into sex. So they end their night like that. listening. As always, special thanks to Protagonist for the theme music and Emily Roll for Fantasy for this episode's soundtrack. Interested in following us on social media? Follow us on Twitter at CheckPleaseDnd. Or want to support the podcast and be part of the Czech Republic? Go to our Patreon under Kenishra. Until next time!